0: You're listening to Pimelo Moutini on SAFM.
1: Okay, so this morning there was a webinar that was hosted by the Gender Commission, and this webinar is talking about how alcohol impacts um, negatively, obviously, on the scourge of gender gender based violence. So we're going to be having a conversation with a spokesperson at the Commission for Gender Equality, Jabu uh, Babaloyi, who is, I believe, at the moment on the line with us. Jabu, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon yeah. and good afternoon to the listeners of SFM.
1: Uh, what was the outcome of that conversation, Jabu, that happened uh, this morning?
0: Uh, Pimeno, before the outcome, mm. um, I just want to put it on record that, you know, this webinar was one of its own kind mm-hmm. because we had um, experts from not only South Africa, from UN, and talking about the issues of alcohol abuse, and which is a very strong linkage to um, uh, to to, to gender-based violence. And the presentation by Reverend Vafana Kumala from Just, Gender Justice and Dr. Le, uh, Lynn uh, Ramsour was was a cherry on top, because it highlighted something that we, call, we know in South Africa, but we're not taking it seriously. That alcohol abuse, it, 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 it's a seriously, uh, we need to attend to. What we have recommended, and they have recommended as a panel, that the commission mm-hmm. must use its powers to engage policymakers and to cap this issue of alcohol abuse, the abuse, it's not only men, even women abusing alcohol. Because when we say gender-based violence, it's not only directed to women, but also the things that we do to the young ones. Imagine me as a, as, a, as a father and a mother, we leave, we go and abuse alcohol, we drink, we come back at the wee hours of the morning, the kids are left to offend for themselves. Emotionally, we are impacting on their well-being. We are affecting them, and at times, you know, we use money that we do not have. To, to do for binge drinking and other things. So those are some of the things. And there's there's a case studies even in the rest of Africa and the rest of the, uh, uh, but uh, South Africa we are heavy drinkers and we and when it comes to gender-based violence we're up there with, with we're on top. And that worries UN and that worries the experts that was were online.
1: So so Jeb, what do you suggest happens? Engaging stakeholders for them to do what?
0: No, no, we, we're not engaging stakeholders to do anything. Mm-hmm. Now it's the, the ball is in the CJ's court. Remember, through our, through our, 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 our recommendation, we can engage the minister of police directly. Mm-hmm. We can engage the minister of health directly. We can engage DTI directly. To look at because remember one of the concerning aspects when the president talked yesterday as much as it's about business, yes. yes. Um, we look at when it's, it's opening of um, the floodgates for alcohol consumption, the availability of alcohol. Yet, they were con- um, um, complaining not so long ago that you know the beds are full, uh, it's people who are suffering from GBD, uh, GBD, and other things on Mondays. Then it worries us, and so now we have got. Um, evidence. And then we have got uh, statistics from the first webinar on crime statistics that alcohol contributes greatly to gender-based violence. So we can present those to the lawmakers who say, look, we need to rethink on some of these things we've seen we're taking because we are not sending um, the country on the speedrun slope and as a gender as a chapter 9 solution it is in our hands to do that
1: okay let me bring in dr liane ramsuma Hari Pasad into the conversation and uh, dr liane is a public health researcher and research uptake specialist and a gender and health research unit as well at the south african medical research council uh, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us doc welcome to the show
2: Uh, Thank you so much, Pimelo, and
1: good afternoon to you and to your listeners. I want us to be informed a bit more around what exactly that impact looks like. So how, and maybe by way of stats, how does alcohol impact on our behavior and what you've seen happen with regards to gender-based violence?
2: Sure. So um, that's a very interesting question because for the longest time, there was quite a a bit of global debate about the causal impact of alcohol on gender-based violence. Mm. Um, And understandably, women's uh, women's rights organizations, both globally and locally, were concerned about alcohol being used as an excuse for the perpetration of gender-based violence. Mm -hmm. Since then, we've become so much more sophisticated about our statistical analyses and the science behind this intersection. Uh, So there are three mechanisms through which um, alcohol can, and particularly harmful alcohol, can impact on um, behavior in general, and in particular in this case on gender-based violence. The first is that we, we know that alcohol is a depressant,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and so it has what we call a disinhibitory effect on a person. Mm-hmm. And this means that it disrupts the brain function, uh, it may, in certain personality traits, either aggravate impulsive or inappropriate behavior that would not otherwise have occurred in the absence of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that um, intoxication, and that means drinking alcohol to very harmful and very high levels, results in some, some level of loss of control. And so that can be, begin to aggravate actions against other people. So we've seen this play itself out both in interpersonal violence, uh, so violence between men as well as violence uh, between intimate partners. And then I think what's really important um, in the gender-based violence and alcohol nexus is to understand that um, that that alcohol use also interacts with the way we've been socialized as men and as women. Uh, so to explain that further, mm-hmm. um, if if I have a loss of inhibition um, as a man or a woman drinking alcohol, I'm much more likely to misinterpret um, verbal cues or social cues if I find myself in an environment uh, where I, you know, where I can either Misinterpret what your comments might be in the context of perhaps uh, a quarrel over something within a domestic uh, context, mm-hmm. or if you find yourself in a much more social gathering, uh, like a party or at a bar, etc. Uh, you know, it's, it's very likely that the impact of alcohol on me is also going to interact with what I think about it. Uh, what I think about it means to be a man or to be a woman, mm-hmm. and how I should be acting. Out that masculinity or that femininity hmm. i mean
1: so by way of do we have stats to to indicate just how much that impact is
2: yeah absolutely we have stats. so globally it's now been uh, well recognized that there's a very clear link between alcohol use and um and intimate partner violence as well as rape um among men but also experience of intimate partner violence um, and, and rape among women. And so um, what, we, what we're seeing is uh, in research that was just completed in, um, in the last seven years, that like we've just concluded, we looked at, um, at violence against women and girls in 13 countries across Africa, Asia, and the Middle East. Mm. And I've just com- completed some analysis, in fact, this week, based on a pooled uh, data set from that, and have actually found that there is consistently an association between firstly the use of alcohol mm. and the perpetration and experience of violence, but also the use of uh, alcohol harmfully and um, and uh, uh, and perpetration and experience of violence. So what that means is that uh, not only is it just the use of alcohol, but increasing use of alcohol that is associated with this increase in both the frequency and confirming other data the severity of uh, of of violence against uh, against women. Double hmm. you know this is
1: wonderful insight and it's important as you said there were a lot of stakeholders who were part of this webinar. What's the mm-hmm. action plan going forward double?
0: The going forward is the commission must prepare a document a policy brief of some sort emanating from this and engage with the minister of police Engage with it. that's how even invited them they were there on uh, they were even they even contributed invite DTI, invite minister of health and go to the portfolio committee in parliament and make a presentation on this on this finding because this it was not a talk talk show that we had a webinar for the sake of it hence we um, we, we knew who are were the stakeholders that we wanted and why we wanted them so that they can give us more more impetus uh, to the presentation that we have started and the policy that we started because we wanted statistics and so medical research uh, counsel through Dr. Uh, Dr. Lin was wonderful to come and you and and Wafana Kumalo from uh, Gender Justice helped us tremendously to ensure that you know we have got a leg to stand on when we prevent this based on um, a tangible statistics that are there out there yeah. so that you know we kept the sketch of gender based violence through alcohol. Yeah, yeah
1: but Javu, what I want you to do is to clear explain to all of us what is it so we know what the stats are saying we know what the research is saying Mm. if you going to put a policy document together and you want to present it to government what are you asking them to do
0: we're asking them to have a look at the issue one of them it will be the age of of alcohol uh, selling alcohol to minus assessing alcohol the times of alcohol availability of alcohol because we even know during lockdown epimelo mm-hmm. that when alcohol was banned the cases of gender based violence were very limited we know for a fact that when alcohol uh, resumption started cases started again so that's a fact that you know we need them to relook really at it that if they're serious about the 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 the, 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 the declaration that we signed around the end with the President of the Republic and the gender Commission was there, then we need to look and rethink this. There's supposed to be stringent measures implemented in order to deal with the, the, the escalation of gender-based violence through alcohol. Those are the reasons that you know, we want to present our, our findings and the recommendations to the, the portfolio committee and to government.
1: Thank you so much for talking to us, uh, Javu Baloyi, who's a spokesperson of Commission for Gender Equality, as well as Dr. Leanne Ramsuma-Rapisad, who is a public health research and research uptake specialist at the Gender and Health Research Unit at the South African Medical Research Council. That was a webinar that they hosted a bit earlier on. You can go to the Gender Commission uh, website and to have a look at that webinar, you may revisit it yourself, and you can also go to the Commission for Gender Equality as well. Their website will also carry that particular webinar. Two o'clock, let's go to Utzila Saku for the latest in SABC News.